You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side. I'm your host, Remy. And I'm Lauren. And, and this is our special... friend Wednesday. <laughs> Say hi, Wednesday. Nice to meet you. It's lovely to meet you guys. Cheers. So it's uh oh. it's about eight it's about eight o'clock Cheers. Eastern time in the evening. And uh you're down in Australia, so it's ten AM tomorrow morning, right? Uh yes, I think I am coming from the future, ten AM, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. I What's it that. like? Is is COVID still a thing? <laughs> uh sadly, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few hours Same. doesn't make that much of a difference. I'm actually very curious how you guys feel about us over there with our COVID. Thing, um, from Australia. I'm kind of sitting back and watching it with absolute horror. Yeah, um, is the same. best way to describe it? Like, so, so, I'm like, so are we. Yeah. <laughs> Especially being like in this industry, like the hospital industry, it's kind of fucked because we can't not be in contact with people. And yeah, look, it's it's not great over here, but we're watching everything unfold there with a little bit of horror. <laughs> yeah. Well, and apparently all across Europe, they're starting to do more shut shutdowns and lockdowns, like, you know, just like they did in the first wave and stuff. And they were a precursor to us. So we can take some notes maybe this time. Let's hope for it. Um, so have you been working bartending during the pandemic? Uh, yeah. So basically we had St. Patrick's Day, which was our last sort of major thing. And then we went into lockdown. So I think we were in lockdown for about three months i don't know i was drunk the whole time um (laughs) what else is there to do do? and then we sort of reopened with the heavy restrictions and stuff so we're at about five months having been reopened but you know we kind of just locked all the borders down between the states we're an island so we just kind of stopped all the planes and we're lucky in that in that sort of way yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it, it, there's definitely some geographical differences, it sounds like, and some population differences, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, well, very similar to us. Asshole of the sun. So there's nothing <laughs> else here. They shut us down the weekend before St. Patrick's Day. So we did not go off with our St. Patrick's Day celebrations, which was probably a good idea. Um, you know, it was like it was just starting to spike and really rage. And so I think a big St. Patrick's Day would have really spread everything worse. Who's to say? Um, well, our St. But, Patrick's Day was dead, like yeah. absolutely dead. So I worked like a 12-hour shift and it was nothing compared to the years beforehand. So obviously people knew, you know, what was coming and there was hardly anyone around comparatively to other years. See, they had to shut us down because if they would have allowed us to be open, we would have been packed. It would have been like wall-to-wall people. Yeah, they would no, not that's care. The thing is that there were places that were open the weekend before, and they were like, you know, if you guys keep going out, then we're going to have to shut it down. And right. then they did. It was packed. Yep. Not on not on St. Patrick's Day, but in Detroit, we do like St. Patrick's Day is like the Sunday before St. Patrick's Day. They do the parade, and that's like when everyone... <laughs> goes downtown and gets fucking shit faced. So it's just like, you know, they were busy before St. Patrick's Day and then yeah. we missed out on real St. Patrick's Day. So but again, same... Yeah. Go ahead. We Sorry. do have to wait on Saturdays 
So that way at least we have like a day to cure our hangover before going back to work. <laughs> yeah, that, see, that's the smart way to do it. Why aren't we doing that? I don't know. We should adopt some uh, policies from Australia. It sounds like you guys ever shit together down there. <laughs> for real. But we're well, pretty much the same off. thing. We were shut down for like three or four months fully. And then the bar started slowly opening back up with lots of restrictions and things like that. I think we went a little longer than three months. It was more like five or six. Um, yeah, roughly the but, same here. But I have I have not been out much and I, I quit the industry like altogether. I did not go back to the industry. I'm like, I just, I can't. I'm too paranoid to be working around people who might kill me. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, I wasn't feeling that. But I, I went out last right. night for the first time in a, in a really long time. You know, like I've I've been out just a handful of times since we've reopened. And last night I went out to a restaurant with a couple of friends and then to a little hole in the wall bar that had like five people hanging out in it. And I was like, I feel pretty good about this. You know, like I'm inside, but there's not that many people. So fingers crossed we're all good. <laughs> So Wednesday, I want to know like what kind of bar you work at. What's it like there? What do you what do you guys do? Um, so basically I work at a Irish bar. Um basically like I just work as a bartender. When I first started there like three and a half years ago, they tried me in the restaurant. They're like, Oh, you can be a waitress too. I lasted five minutes before they're like, just go back to the bar, just get out. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. Thank God. This is not where I belong. Um <laughs> But, yeah, basically we're just a simple Irish bar, so we do shitloads of pints. Um, we have quite a decent whiskey wall, um, quite a decent scotch wall. Yeah, that's that's basically what we do. We have, like, the restaurant that does, like, pub food and, like, a few Irish things. But, yeah, we're just a pretty standard Irish-themed bar. Uh, no, we don't have a shamrock out the front because that is the international <laughs> sign for a shit Irish bar. Um <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, I I love those types of bars though. I'm I'm curious to like see what the differences like are like between here and there and like an Irish bar. Right, an know? Irish bar in Australia compared to one. We have the like States. the Americanized Irish bar, and you guys have obviously probably way more authentic, even though it's well, <laughs> you I, know what I mean I feel like the decor is like kind of the same worldwide for an Irish yeah, bar. Sure. Like very tones of like green. The walls are going to either be like yellow or like blue with like the green framing, like fake wood floors. I feel like it's oh, yeah, the, same the universal yeah. shamrocks and, you know, everything's green. Yeah, basically. <laughs> with a with a splash of orange and white in there every once in a while too, you know, some right. orange and white scarves and orange and white flags and, and things. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, do you guys do any live music at your pub? Um, we used to. So we used to do like basically a Saturday night is like our pub's cover, like like rock cover sort of band. And then Tuesday, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays we would have like a trad group, like traditional Irish. Um, instruments trad group come in and they would do just little live sets um the sundays were especially popular because they just kind of sat down at a table and it just you could have five instruments like people playing or i think at most we had like 30 people just rock up and play their instruments in this sort of like free form like casual little session um so that's what we used to do pre-covid technically we can go back to live music now, but we would have to enforce everyone to sit down and not dance. And geniuses don't come to my fucking bar and I'm not policing <laughs> that. So, yeah. yeah. But we, we used to have a fair amount of live music. 
I'm sure it's also a- working in an Irish bar, you've seen a lot of people get like blackout drunk <laughs> and kicked oh, that's out. Like a Tuesday. Like that's yeah, look, that's any bar anywhere, really. I think the only sort of difference between us and other bars is that for whatever reason, customers need to tell you what percentage Irish they are and why that should get them. <laughs> oh, my <up>. God. <laughs> like, yeah, so, like, my great-great-uncle's, like, brother-in-law was, like, Irish, so I should get half-price Guinness. And we're like, <laughs> no, cunt. Oh, God, that's, that's absolutely funny. Hilarious. I'd be like, I'm 0% Irish. I'm fucking Scottish. So, <laughs> Oh, but that's full- a really funny thing. We're run by, like, our vending manager's Scottish. So it's mm. exceedingly funny when they're like, I want to see the manager. He'll be Irish. He'll back me. Big Scottish dudes come up like, what do you want? Why? What? No. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> You'd pay double price now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my new thing now when, because we're in the city, and I assume this is the same in the States, like, a little like out of town like bar is obviously going to be cheaper than a city bar. So right. when people come in and they're like, "Oh, this is the price for a pint," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know who you were. Why didn't you tell me?" And then I add five dollars, and I'm like, "It will be this price now." Right? Yeah, exactly. You got to give them some stick. <clears throat> and the kind of people that come into a place and complain about the prices, it's like you know nobody's forcing you to stay here. There's no yeah, you know you're not locked in. Like there's you're free to leave and go somewhere else where the prices are better. You know you're like paying our road, prices. Because that's what we look, made. Down the road, there's like a bar that has sticky floors and they don't serve glass. They serve it in plastic. You're more than welcome to go there. Exactly. Like, yep. <laughs> and it's not an airport. You don't have to announce your d- departure. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> they feel the need to, though. Like, oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Some stories. <laughs> oh, go off. Tell us all oh. the stories. That's the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like, basically, so this would have been about two months ago. So we were still in kind of heavy lockdown and a dude was initially angry about having to do the contact tracing sign in, which we're used to those fuckwits now came in, tried to order a (laughs) pint and we're like, sorry, we're not taking cash at the moment. Um, I know having been part of a few American bartending groups, this is a very contentious thing because you guys are a tipping cash society, but you know, over here it's not too big of an issue. So basically said, sorry, we're not taking cash. And his power move to show how much he didn't give a fuck about me was to take his $20 bill and lick it while looking me dead in the eyes. And I'm like, oh, that's how you get COVID, son. You need to get the fuck. guy. That's fucking weird. Just get out. Like, at least COVID. You could get all kinds of stuff from licking money. Like, Like, I'm still not going to take your 20 and you just licked a fucking $20 bill. Right? Ugh. It's almost as disgusting as the boob sweat bill. Oh my god. Oh, I hate that. Right? Oh the my dreaded god. boob sweat bill. Oh my That's god. The worst. Like, I feel like it's worse for you guys because your money's paper. Like ours is yeah. plastic. You can just kind of like just dip it into it and dry it off, but like it's paper that seeps into the fibers. Yeah. Okay, but hold on, but wait a minute. If it's plastic then that's got to be like producing even way more sweat that it's like just kind of become oh, like, <laughs> which is why yeah, I don't take it. like dripping as you pull it out. Yep. And that's why I don't take them. Like no. literally it's, it's yeah, there's no winning in this situation. Just buy a clutch. 
Right. Why? I can't believe it that they would just like pull it. That's funny though. That's that's smart that you would just like dip it in some water or something and wash it off. Dip it in water and kind of dry it off, and then just gently put it in the till and be like, "I hope I don't touch that next." That was always my least favorite part of working at a big nightclub because we had uh, two floors and like 15, 16 bartenders. So a good like seven or eight tip jars. And we would dump these buckets out at the end of the night and have to sort the money. And it's just all filthy and wet and still warm. And like, I hate, I hate yeah, touching money. Still I would, warm. <laughs> I would get, I would get rubber gloves and like a little bit of water and do it like that. Or just, or at, le- at the very least, like as soon as I'm done counting up money, just go wash my hands furiously for about a minute and a half. Ugh, I hate <laughs> touching. I hate touching money. It's the worst. So gross. No, thank you. <sighs> I like yeah, spending look- it. I don't like touching it though. <laughs> look, I am a fan. I am definitely a fan of spending money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I just assume everybody pay with a card. That's, you know, like here, swipe it, leave me the tip and we'll, well get Well, yeah, um, there's actually something that I've talked with Americans when they come over here because you guys don't use pay waves. So like no. where you literally tap your card against the machine and it does the automatic thing. No. And there's I'm like, some, some places. I'm like, this is right up your alley. Convenience. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It, I would like it much better because as a, you know, if I'm taking somebody's money, I don't want to have to touch their card and swipe it and run the thing. Like here. No, just we go. have to like put ours, like it has the chip reader. So you have to like slide it into slide the it thing in, yeah. and then like put in your debit. Years ago, that was us like six years ago. Now we got the pay wave. You don't even have to touch the cards in the machine. You just kind of like hover it above, and then yeah. it's all. Cool. I think it's Smart. the same thing with like Google Pay and like um. Yeah, but not Apple a lot of places here yeah. even do the Google Pay thing, or like you know what I mean. Like not, for some reason, we we just never like switched over to that. But also. I feel like- with the cards, it's like if you don't have a chip reader, anybody can basically contest anything that they spent. And if you don't have an EMV reader at your right. in your bar, then they automatically win and you have to pay them back the money. What the I think fuck? that's yeah. yeah, I think that's why a lot of people aren't doing it is because with the wave thing, somebody just be like, oh, no, that wasn't me. Somebody stole my card and like waved it over the thing. There's no proof that it was me that actually did the transaction. You have to remember so. that Americans are like petty as fuck. And if they can get something for free and no matter how shysty it is, they're going to do it. And people do it all the time. I used to get um, returns all the time where it would just be like, that wasn't me. And like, in, you can have a picture of their ID if you want. It doesn't matter. You have to have a chip reader. If you don't have a chip reader for it, they can contest it and you automatically lose. You, you have That's to pay back the money. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you live in a too happy society where people are just... No, yeah. like a very lawyer culture. Like, yeah. fuck you, I'll sue you. Like, I don't know. You couldn't have that here. Because if someone's like, fuck you, I'll sue you. I'm like, well, I have about 10 cents in my pocket and about four bucks in my pocket. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Same. I don't know. I think by the end of this episode, Lauren and I might uh, plan a trip to Australia. It sounds better better all the time. You guys got all kinds of cool stuff. (laughs) Just don't come in summer. Like, it's fucking awful in summer. Okay. Yeah. Although I'm scared um, of your bugs. 
Oh, look, if, if you can see it, if you don't have to be afraid of it. It's the shit you can't see. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't tell me that. How very comforting. <laughs> oh, my God. Like what? Um, like the, so the two biggest ones that come to mind would be the ilakanji, which is a type of box jellyfish. To be fair, this is something that's only really like in the northern sort of parts of Australia, like Cairns, Darwin, down to like Townsville in Queensland. Um, but every year they've slowly gotten further and further down because global warming. Um, right. So this particular box jellyfish, the head is about the size of my pinky nail and the tentacles can get up to a metre and a half long. Um, it's designed, it's poison to instantly kill tiny fish and tiny animals. Unfortunately for us, it doesn't do that instantly. There is no antidote. Morphine and other pain medications will not work. It has been described as <laughs> the, the most painful thing that people have experienced. Wow. Your symptoms range from high blood pressure, heart palpitations, um, fever, shivers, massive muscle spasms and intense pain within those muscles. It can last anywhere from 24 to 48 hours and all hospitals can do is basically keep you alive so your heart doesn't explode. Oh, my God. All right, Hawaii is sounding better and better, better all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have those right. in Hawaii? <laughs> but, but, like, literally it's really far up north and the moment they start to sort of see that these things are in the water, they shut the beaches down and stuff. But it's just one of those weird animals that never got, like, known outside of australia maybe because they didn't think it was real or too fucked up but yeah, yeah. there's some really good documentaries online about irokanji <laughs> you have to look that up i wonder if it's got any i wonder if it's got any natural predators that could come in and like eat them all up and and make them go uh, away like or... it's a box jellyfish so i want to say turtles yeah because turtles absolutely fucking love eating jellyfish um turtles yeah, so I, I feel like like um, up north you've got like the loggerhead turtles, which actually have quite a thick shell, so maybe it's these guys that eat them. But they're so tiny, like literally they're like this big in the water and they're semi-see-through. Like how do you uh, see them? Yeah, kind of hard to see them. You're they not going to catch them with so a net. cool and cute, but also like hell no. That scares the oh, shit out yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. um, um, So that's the water. And the only other thing on land that I would worry about like, redbacks and funnel webs are fine. We have, like, anti-venom for them. Like, it's going to suck dicks, but we've got anti-venom. You'll be fine. Um, literally, oh, on land, probably, like, the paralysis ticks, they suck. So it's coming into paralysis tick season um, now that it's getting warmer. And basically, you got to check your pets constantly if they're outside pets because yeah. this tiny little tick will just kill them within a couple of days. Oh and then when it gets on yeah, when it gets on us, we get really sick as well. Um, I think it's the same tick that – oh, actually, I don't want to spout weird things that I've just been reading on Wikipedia. I think it's the same <laughs> thing related to that weird virus that humans get that makes them allergic to meat. Something It's something to do with ticks. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Um, but either way, so paralysis tick season's coming up. Fuck yes. <laughs> so to I, I suppose like every place has their has their stuff and you just get used to it you know you're born and raised well, there well you guys so have other fucking bears like we, we do i mean i've never seen one in bears real do life not sound nearly as scary as that fucking jellyfish like <laughs> oh yeah you can see a bear like you can see yeah. a bear from far away you can hear a bear from far away and we have mace 
Okay. <laughs> the problem is, they're so fucking cute. And I know they'd rip me apart, but I just want to touch the murder mittens. Yeah. Believe me, I want to touch them too. They are super cute. <laughs> just like Sorry, lions. Like, like, I'm like, I would totally jump into a, <laughs> into like one of those little zoo things. <laughs> the lion. The lion <laughs> I feel like we've like devolved to like an animal planet like episode here. <laughs> It's all right. It happens sometimes. Oh, we yeah, talk well, about everything. Good. We go wherever the conversation takes us. We're not on any, yeah. uh, there's no schedule. <laughs> so that being said, you worked at the Irish bar for a little while. Any experience at other different kinds of bars? Well, um, I guess like my history of working in hospice. So when I was like 18, 19, I started getting involved with local clubs here in Brisbane, just working like door staff, doing a few other things. Um, like promotions, that sort of thing. And then I moved overseas and I moved to Tokyo and started working in bars there. And then coming back to Australia, I kind of got like experience like from there and started working in bars in Australia. So it's, I think I've only been a bartender about six years or six years or something like that, technically. That's <laughs> a solid amount of time. Yeah. You definitely got your chops. Oh, but that's interesting. Tokyo. Yeah, that's really interesting. You you bartended in um, Tokyo. It it was amazing. Um, I imagine some, yourselves and maybe some of the people watching might know where I used to work. So I worked at um Kawaii Monster Cafe in Harajuku in Tokyo, which is a um like a Kawaii themed like restaurant. Um, so we had like six shows of six shows on weekends, like four shows on weekdays of like the Monster Girls that would dress up and do a cute performance on this giant revolving like cake in the center of the restaurant and all the food was themed. And I think I still have my uniform like kicking around here somewhere. Um, but yeah, so I spent like sort of the first, like sort of a year and a half just working there dressed in pink, making cute cocktails. So that was my, I love that. That sounds fun. That <laughs> sounds like that something sounds like I would want to really cool work place. at. Yeah, it did. It, it was. It was super fun. All my coworkers were lovely, but after like, because we had to dance with the the show, so like during the like monster performance where the girls are up on the cake and they'll grab like an audience member to jump up and do a dance, and that's when we as staff would run around and surround the cake and have to like do the dance with them. Yeah. So okay, I am like a huge Sailor Moon fan, so that sounds like it would be something <laughs> I'm totally down for. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> I'm like the pastel goth, like, I love pink. <laughs> you would love this place, then. You would love this place. Yes. That sounds fantastic, except for the the participation stuff. Because I, like, I worked at a hard rock cafe, and that was definitely, like, server participation. You'd have to do goofy little YMCA dances every once in a while and jump up and sometimes you're just not in the mood for it. You know, it's like, yeah. and, and they're like, that's not acceptable. You have to be in the mood for it every time. Like as a hard, you have to be like, super happy and like, let's go. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I just, I, I just, I've never really liked the YMCA song. Like I just don't, you know, I don't want to do the dance. I don't think it's cool. <laughs> like it's not oh my really God, rocking. There's a dog. Yeah. Sorry. He's really sorry. needy. <laughs> <laughs> no need to apologize. Such a needy boy. Um, yeah, I, I get the fe- I get that feels because you know it's a, it's initially fun. You're like, oh, cool, we do this thing, and then you get about six months into it, and you're like, oh, god, yeah, please, please I don't want to. No. 
Like, and I think I hear a smoke break calling my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had like birthdays because we all gave them like musical instruments. I had to like rush them and like sing yeah. happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and you can make it fun for a while, but like to do it over and over and over again, like year after year is tough. You know, it grinds on your soul. You're like, this is cheesy and fake and ah. I'd rather be authentic. I'd rather come up with something original and not do the same thing over and over and over again. You know, that's what, that's what I always hated about it. That's just me. Like, I don't really, I worked at like a nightclub where I guess it's kind of different because there was like themes every night. So, you know, like we would do like gay night and we would have goth night and we would have, you know, like regular nights or whatever, but we would also do like themed stuff. So it was like, heroes versus villains and you had to participate with that and you know like all that stuff so it's a little bit different but i loved it i loved doing that stuff i love participating and like being creative and like dressing up for stuff well that's kind of the point though is like if it's creative and fun different right the what i hated was like the corporate monotony of it that drove me and it's the same thing you get Fucking Groundhog Day, you're like, all right. Yeah. Sure. Like, if it was always the same, I'd be like, eh. time to do the dance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, awesome. <laughs> it was still, it was a great experience though, and I was incredibly lucky as there was myself and one other staff member who were non-Japanese. So I do. It was it was an amazing experience. I was super lucky to get that job. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds fantastic. It that would be a trip. And how long were you there for? Um, a little over a year. Okay, so that's awesome. I, like I worked for a little while at like a few other sort of restaurants and stuff, and then I saw that job opening, and I was like, I will murder every remaining baby <laughs> Jedi with my fucking Jedi sword <laughs> to get this fucking job, and managed to surprisingly nail it. Um, and then yeah, that was that was a year and a bit of blurred craziness and weird events and far too many kosh up like that but like at least they let me sort of look different which for japan is a big thing like piercings brightly colored hair they were like fuck yeah this is our theme so yeah, yeah. it was it was very different to anywhere else i'd worked nice that sounds amazing i love that i want to work there i'm gonna like Ooh. look it up and we're going to have to do like a, you know, like a trip around the world with Lauren and Remy, Tales from the Otherworldly Side. Uh, I think that's a fantastic idea. Let me get my, let me just work on getting my passport before Same. COVID. You know, I, I can do it now while COVID's uh, keeping us here anyways, because even if we had passports, we couldn't go anywhere. Nope. Yeah, fine. <laughs> okay, but as soon as everything happens, we need to go visit Wednesday. We're I think that's go a visit solid Australia. plan. Yeah. And then we're going to like take all of our sponsor money that somehow we'll get. Pack all three of us up and go to Tokyo. Maybe if we, <laughs> we reach out to some sponsors once in a while. Hey, hey, White Claw, White Claw, totally let me sponsor some shit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, all right. Well, what are you drinking tonight, Lauren? What do you got there? What are you sipping on? What am I always sipping on, Remy? I'm well, drinking fucking red wine. I know you're drinking I, red wine. That's that's apparent and obvious. This one, this particular one, nor this is actually the one that I really, it, I'm drinking boxed wine because that's how classy I am. That a girl. But I'm drinking Nighthawk Black. 
I the, love my box wine. So it's box the wine, box wine. That is our like claim to fame in the alcohol world. Is we went, this could be great, but it could be better. Let's do two liters of it, and when we drink it all in one session, then yeah. we get a pillow to pass out on, motherfuckers. Oh, it's so this smart. Is four bottles of wine. I know. You got this. You got this, fam. Got it. <laughs> I can do it. How about you, Wednesday? What are you sipping on this morning? What's your breakfast beverage? Um, so I have cloud malt beer. Okay. Which is a lovely Korean blend that I bought at the Korean bottle shop last night after work. Nice. I want to try it. I've it's got it's some, all right. Uh, like, I'm not a big some... fan of, like, malt beers because it can, like, you get a couple of drinks and, like, the flavor can be a little bit overwhelming. But yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually not bad, and it's reasonably priced. So it, it won my vote. Good what stuff. are you drinking, Remy? I've got uh, <clears throat> Michigan's own from uh, Roke Royal Oak Brewing Company, Devil Dog Stouts. Oatmeal oh, Stout. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't had this in a while, but it's one of my favorites. I've I've always liked the, the Devil Dog stuff. And same thing with like a malt beer. Like you can have a couple of them and then you're not going to drink a whole six pack. You know, it's like that taste, that flavor just kind of overpowers you after a while. You're like, and I'm good on the oatmeal stuff. Challenge accepted, <laughs> motherfucker. <All> right. Big <laughs> pack sitting next to me. I'm two in. Let's do this. Well, <laughs> see, what happens is I'll get like three or four in and then I just switch to whiskey, <laughs> the straight whiskey. Yep. Nope, also, I have I'm, a weird question, and I'm wondering I'm, if this particular alcohol comes from from you guys or if maybe it's somewhere else in that area. Apparently, there's, like, a particular, like, spirit that is exclusively made, and it's only one city that really drinks it. And I was told it tastes like, like <laughs> medical savings and disappointment. I know what she's talking about. She's got to be talking about Malort. Yes! Oh. What the fuck <laughs> I knew no, it was Malort. <laughs> that's fucking disgusting please tell me you don't like that at all i've never tried it we don't have okay, it good. Here, but like since some of the american groups people are like yeah if people want a shot for free for their birthday i give them this and i was just yeah. like i had to google it and i was just like are you guys okay why are you, <laughs> this? Why are you drinking this what, what the fuck hey, can we get somebody to send very lucky that you don't have malort all right dave can we get somebody to send wednesday a uh a fifth of malort please Wait, okay you know what wednesday i will send you a fifth of malort yeah look i'll go. i'll drink it on the show and critique it yeah <laughs> seriously send me private message me your your address and i will literally send you a bottle and i'll, I'll have to send something from here that is equally disgusting my brain <laughs> yes, automatically goes to bundaberg rum what is that Look, there's a town up north called Bundaberg. Apparently, it's the best rum in Australia. It's the most disgusting sugar water you will ever drink in your entire fucking life. Um, it is synonymous with bar fights and bogans. Um, I think bogans are our version of rednecks. Oh. Okay. But slightly less, incest, slightly less incest. <laughs> slightly less. Like, like they slightly measured less. it. It's not. <laughs> Um, like my brother says Bundaberg rum, but I'll, I'll hunt around and see if there's anything absolutely worse and I'll, I'll do you a trade. Awesome. All right. Sounds that's, good. That sounds like a win. I'm not scared of the Lord. Only you have to promise that Monk will drink it with you. You make him do a shot too. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to take myself out alone. I'm going to drag as many other people down oh, with yeah. me. 
Actually, I would love if you could just like Zoom call us really quick and I'll like record and just have everyone do it at once and record all of their faces <laughs> when they do like, it. Like I'm I'm more than willing to get like a bunch of people together. We'll each jump on our sitting next to each other Zoom so we have that face first. <laughs> yep. And then we'll do the shot and I'll have buckets. It'll be fine. <laughs> I can't wait. That's, that's, that's awesome. amazing. <laughs> so <clears throat> Honestly, nothing scares me like Southern Comfort. I cannot stand the smell of it, the taste of it. SoCo is just like the most, the worst, most absolute disgusting alcohol that there is. So nothing scares me. I'll drink Malort. I'll drink Yeji. I'll drink all kinds of stuff that lots of people hate over here and be like, this is good. This is fine. SoCo is the one for me that I just can't do. Did you guys ever have the Bacardi 151? Oh, yeah. 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 How disappointing is it they stopped making that? That thing was yes. pure firewater. Um, it was it really was. Here you can still get, um, it's called Paramount 151. Um, it's Probably like a bottom thing. shelf liquor company that makes like <sighs> a 151. And so you can still buy that. But yeah, Bacardi 151 does, does not exist anymore. I um, I'm really sorry if I butcher this name. I'm really, really sorry if I butcher it. But your friend Rye or Ray or... There is an R-A-I name. Um, said, send Bundy? Or yeah, v- yeah, Bundy. Bundabag Rob. Okay, that's what that is. Okay, or yeah. V. Okay, yep. And then, okay, I see. that. I was like, I want to know what that is too, but nope, we got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that's why I was like, my brain's instantly like, Bundaberg shit, send them that. <laughs> Perfect. So you have somebody that agrees with you, and I can't wait to taste that. So just to jump back for a second, I have an excellent 151 story. I was probably 26 or 27. I was hanging out with some friends and we decided, me and my one buddy decided to split a fifth of 151. And we were mixing it with Coke, but we drank a whole fifth between two of us in about a four and a half, five hour span. (laughs) Go ahead. A fifth? Uh, so smaller than a liter. <laughs> okay. Oh, like seven fifty mils. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, we we don't we don't use that that weirdness. Yeah, you guys I... don't. Well, <laughs> most actually, a lot of bars here don't use fifths either. Like fifth is something that you'll buy at the store as a consumer. Okay. But like the bars have liters because it's just it's cheaper to buy them that way, and a lot of the alcohol yeah. companies still do it that way. Um. But no, a, a, a fifth one fifty one between two people is too much. <laughs> is is the main point of this story? Between five people is too much. It was summertime, and I had gone for a walk, and I got lost in my buddy's neighborhood because I was so drunk I couldn't figure out what street I was on. I couldn't read any street ni- names, and I all the houses looked the same because it's you know suburbia. So like they they all just like I'm. I think I'm on his block, but I'm not recognizing any landmarks. I took two naps in people's front lawns for like a good 45 minutes, half an hour, just passed out on somebody's lawn for a little bit. And then like woke up was like, I got to stumble some more and try and find my way. Finally got up right about as the sun was coming up and they were like, wow, what, we have no idea what the fuck happened to you. We didn't know where you went. I was like, I don't know where I went. I just, I decided to go for a walk and got lost. I probably went like once around the block or something, or maybe twice. Right? But uh, yeah. That's I think, do that, that um, stuff got right that on top Lord of the Rings meme 
of like, I'm going on an adventure. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. And then I realized like I'm spinning and dizzy and like, you know, I can't see anything. <laughs> I was rum blind. So my 151 story is that I went to a party when I wasn't 21 yet. And our, (laughs) our friend somehow was like, oh yeah, I have somebody that can like pick us up some stuff. And I was like, okay, here's $20, like get us like something really good. And what they got us was Bacardi 151. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) so we were drinking like before whatever somebody else brought. And then we decided to get into the 151. We didn't know what it was. We took a couple of shots. And all I know is that my friend, Samantha, decided that she was going to give me a piggyback ride and started running. Um, Like, so we had one of the houses that like, you know, there's like a full circle you can make. You know what I mean? Like through the rooms, it like goes full circle. And so we started running and somehow she ended up like tripping over something and fell face first. And I went flying and she put her front two teeth through her lip. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So that was 151 for us. (laughs) I don't think I have 151. Like... One of the one of the nights nightclubs I used to work for, we had a cocktail, um, and I'm going to share the information here so that everyone can make this cocktail because it's fucking amazing. Yes, um, uh, it's called a Green Demon. <laughs> I like it already. A second there. Um, so it's a half shot or a shot, depending on how ballsy you want to get, of 151 shot of vodka, shot of Midori, top that shit with lemonade. Oh wow. Okay, wait, yeah. go over it one more time. Sorry, sorry. So um so shot of vodka, shot of Midori, and either a full shot or a half shot, depending on how fucked up you want to get, of 151, and then you top that shit with lemonade. It was a 50-50 positive response. Either people fucking loved it, like me, because yeah. I'm a monster, or they fucking hated it because it tasted like medicine, apparently. I didn't get that taste, but some people did. But, I yeah. Guess, the, okay. I feel like I really like... I really like really sweet drinks that are t- like floated with 151 because it kind of like cuts that sweetness and makes it, you know, yeah. like something that's worth drinking. But I I don't get, I don't see how it tastes like medicine, but I've had people say that about other things with Midori in it too. And I'm like, Midori I tastes mean, it's like candy. To- flavor people out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love but, it. Um, yeah. It's a good cocktail. Like, but we got it limited to delicious. like super person for the whole night. Because you can't just sit there and slam those fuckers. Cause, right. I mean, that a, <laughs> no. That was a good time, though, because they went, Brisbane went through this, like, little phase where they're going to, like, astroturf with, like, the fake plastic grass or the weird laneways. And so next to our bar, they'd done the entire alleyway in, like, plastic green astroturf. So you had somewhere to, like, lay down and throw up or, like, try to light <laughs> on fire. Like... <laughs> as you do when you're 18 because we're allowed to drink here at 18 so yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense i i've seen how people who just turned 21 acts when they go out to the club for the first time and drink i can imagine how much worse it is if you do it three years earlier you know it's like that makes sense <laughs> i don't in australia we have kind of a fucked drinking culture and i'm gonna get a little political here if i haven't before <laughs> right um, 
like most people here in Australia, well, my generation wise, we basically started drinking when we were about 15 or so. And like pretty standard every weekend, you'd go out, you'd get fucked up with your friends. Um, The newer, the younger generation, they're actually quite sober compared to us, which is fine. They're doing them. (laughs) But um, yeah, it was, it was never like 18. I've never had experience with drinking. We're hitting the clubs. It was like 18. Fuck yeah. I don't have to get a friend to buy me alcohol. Right. Well, same here. I mean, there's the same there. There's plenty of teenage keg parties that have gone on throughout the years here, and like we're no exception. I I did the same thing when I was 15 and stuff like that. There just seems. I would agree that the that the kids are a little bit more. um, Sorry, my dog is driving me nuts. (laughs) In and out, in and out, in and out. Never apologize for doggos. It's subjective too, right? You know, there's some people that can hold their alcohol and some people who can't. There's some people that act like they've never been out before and some people who are totally cool with it. You know, it's not just an age thing. It it always depends on the individual person, like, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of the kids now are, like, um, sober, more sober than I was, at least. Yeah. I feel like this is the first sort of generation to go, actually, you guys are a little fucked. And we're right. not going to, like, you know, like, from, like, like the golden age through boomers and, like, everything, like, we just progressively got more and more fucked up. And right. this is, I think, the first generation, like, because like, I'm elder millennial. I don't know what you guys are. I imagine you're probably in the same sort of thing. We're all millennials. But, like, um the gen y's like are they gen y no they're zeds gen zeds yeah they don't drink they don't really they don't smoke they don't really do drugs like they're all about healthy clean living and fuck it they'll live longer than us good on them yeah probably i'm close i'm gen x so like oh, yeah, but I've, I yeah i've I dated a lot i've dated a lot of older millennials <laughs> you're I've older millennial that, i've heard people yeah, call me a millennial and yeah. i'm just like I'm going to be 33 this year. Right. That's yeah, yeah, right. we're millennials. Okay, okay. that's really millennials. So when yeah, people like, say like, so when people make millennial jokes, they actually really mean 30-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like that's not what they're saying, though. They're like, these fucking millennials. And I'm like, you're talking about 19-year-olds. Well, it's what's yeah. so funny is that like 10 years passes by like that once you're past a certain age. So boomers, they're just like, ah, it's just all your damn kids. You know, like they don't, they're not differentiating between the people that are like their children's age and the younger generation. It's like, there's a couple of generations in there of like kids. You got teenagers, twenties, thirties to an older person. They're all just kids, but it's like to us, that's three different generations. Right. I'm like, yeah, they're kids, but I am definitely not a kid. I'm like very far from being a kid. You right. know what I mean? And and but have then, been for a really long time. When people say like these fucking millennials, I'm like, you really mean these like whatever what comes after millennials? What is it? So gen Gen uh Z. Gen we're Gen Z. Y. Yeah, we're what, gen really y. what they're talking about. Yeah, we're Gen Y, which is millennials, and then you've got Gen Z, which is Zillennials, I think is what they're calling them. I don't fucking know. Okay, okay, okay. Babies. Babies, basically. Yeah. I know they're 18 now and they can legally drink, but fucking babies. <laughs> like you've no idea how much it hurts my soul when i see these children come into my bar and i'm like id motherfuckers they hold yeah. up the id it's like 2001 and i'm like oh <laughs> i have to legally know <laughs> you get the fuck out go home should i call your mother what the fuck <laughs> are you doing here 
who do I call to come pick you up? Literally. <laughs> it's yeah, it's insane. Once you well, because like I've been twice the legal drinking age for a couple of years now. So like carting people that I'm twice their age, you know, I'm like, all right. Yep. Well, what's the legal drinking age in Australia? 18. Yeah. Oh, see, that's smart too. Like, uh, like we're 21 here. To vote, you should be able to drink and drive a car and join the military. It's like, exactly. You can do all of those things except for drink here. You actually can't even smoke cigarettes here. What? You have to be 21 21. to buy to buy cigarettes, tobacco, vapes, anything. You have to be 21. Well, um, according to like news things that I've seen, because I did try to like kind of smoke off camera, not to be that fucking guy. Um, but according to news things here in Australia, they're thinking about because we have the toughest tobacco laws in the world. Um, currently, we pay about thirty Australian dollars for twenty cigarettes. I don't know what that translates to, but it's a fuckload of money. Um, I'm and now find they're, out. Thinking about, they're thinking about bringing it so that you have to have a doctor's prescription to get cigarettes. The doctor says I have to smoke. That's the, the doctor way says I, I have to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, but there's no way it's kind of like stop the kids from getting into smoking. They literally want to outright right. ban smoking, but yeah, won't do anything with the drinking culture and shit. And I'm like, motherfucker, you can't just. Yeah, as a smoker, one that's my US, one Australian dollar equals seventy one cents in the US dollar. Right. So. so- yeah. But twenty five dollars for twenty cigarettes. That's insane. Right. Here, here they're about nine or ten dollars for a pack yeah. of twenty. So yeah. like I bought these at like a like a Slevin, like a Seven Eleven, and so this, by the way, this is our ugly ass packaging. Um, I hold it up so a little that, bit. I want to see what it looks like. Oh, sorry. So you, there's a couple of different ones. You can kind of collect them all. So this is Chicky with the. <laughs> this is the you might be having a stroke. Throat. We had Chicky who had the stroke. We've got the gangrenous foot. We've got the cancer lip, the cancer tongue, the fucked up teeth. We've got the smoking harms your unborn baby, which is my favorite because I'm not pregnant. So that that means that entire packet of cigarettes doesn't harm me at all. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm not pregnant got, either. <laughs> I think we've still got Brian. Brian was our most contentious of the, the warnings because – um, there was a lot of rumors going around that he actually, cause it was like snapshot photo of him normal. And then 12 weeks later, emaciated skeleton fucking dead. Um, and there was a lot of rumors going around that it was a lie and that he died from HIV and stuff like that. But he actually had like super aggressive lung cancer that killed him in 12 oh, weeks. Not um, funny. so I don't know if we still have Brian cause I know his family sued the government and stuff like that, but oh, wow. yeah, look, <laughs> That's because I like the gotta catch them all kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oh, look, oh, there's also the eye as well. So if you collect the right ones, you can kind of make like a weird cancerous like cigarette face, like two <laughs> eyes. And, like, a weird thing. This like, is my friend. Thing. This is my friend Smokey. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> I'm going to request that you start saving them and sending me a picture of them from here on out. <laughs> I'll keep random packets. I'll add it to the Bundy. I'll send you over a whole collection. Oh my god, that's hilarious! But that's Wait, crazy. You so spend for... twenty five dollars a pack to smoke. Yeah. So they literally, that, you're not smoking that's a pack from a day. Like, then, um, convenience stores. So convenience stores are a lot more expensive. 
Um, If I go to like our supermarkets or like a tobacconist, which is a little bit cheaper, it's only cheaper by like $3 or so. Right. Yeah. That's nuts. But you're not missing a pack a day then, are you? Oh, God, no, no, no. I can, like, generally I'll go through about, you know, two to five cigarettes a day. Yeah. Well, that's it depends how stressful the workplace is, really. Like, if there's fucking, like, if so, like if someone left the door open at the cunt farm and they've all come into my work, <laughs> I will literally just be like, fucking, just smoking. Yeah. Sorry. It just really depends. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so funny. I love you. <laughs> and I want you back, like, all the time. <laughs> um. So I found something. I thought I might have left it at work, and I kind of thought that maybe this would be something that's particularly hilarious. Because I am the master of inappropriate sayings and we actually have a book at my work um, that I carry around where I write down horribly inappropriate things that if HR ever got hold of this book, I would be in a lot of trouble. I love this. (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. Um, So I thought I would, like, if you were interested, I thought I would share just a couple of the god-awful things. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So I will give context to some of them. Um, for the, like the first one, for example, so, um, my manager was running through a new staff member. This was about a year and a half ago. I didn't know this, like they were being shown the bar and stuff. And I'd just been dealing with fuckwits all night. And I've come around the corner to the dishwasher area to say something to her. Cause I knew she was there. Didn't know the new staff member was, and this came out of my mouth before I realized, <laughs> and it was literally, do I have meth head cum dumpster written on my forehead? <laughs> that was the staff member's first introduction to me. <laughs> Meth head cum dumpster. Like, ugh. Oh, my they, God. Um, they were hitting on you something fierce that night, huh? <laughs> oh, dude, like, six teeth amongst all of them. Just, <laughs> hey, can I get your number? And I'm like, oh, like, I literally had to go, like, do I have, like, something here that just says, like, <laughs> shoot your meth babies in me or like I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> more and- more <laughs> oh that's good um this one doesn't really need context um I just do what I usually do close my eyes and take it to the face oh nice <laughs> yeah nice. I literally we literally yeah. have like a book now so whenever I say something particularly stupid they're like get the book and it, it goes in here so <laughs> that's perfect I love that Maybe when it gets full, I'll self-publish. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. You know, if you ever have a chance and you're ever just like, man, this was a crazy experience, just shoot me a message and we will like bring you on, even if it's just for a second or I'll read it live or whatever. Just shoot us some stuff that happens and we would love to like partake in that. Throw you some, yeah, throw you some love. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You've been a great guest. Oh, my God. We're going to have you on again for sure. Hopefully you come back. Oh, absolutely. We've made a new friend Wednesday. We're so, so glad that you came on. (laughs) (laughs) So how can, where can people find you? You don't have to say where you work if you don't want people to know where you work. But if you have like an Instagram or something that you want to plug, go ahead. I'm here on Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook at Wednesday Diabolic. If you can spell it correctly and find me, then you deserve to be there. Um, I'm not going to explicitly say where I work because yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm so far from employee of the year, I can't really promote it. 
like maybe like four weeks ago, my my venue manager was in and we were just joking around about stuff. And I was like, excuse me, like when will I be given my employee of the year award? And my venue manager was just like, <laughs> like <laughs> laughing sorry, in your face. Like, excuse me. Excuse me, I work hard. Oh, uh, no. Um, like the people who know me here in Brisbane know where I work. Um, if people want to find me on the internet, they can. I mostly use Facebook. I sometimes use Instagram, but that's more for like my tattoos and stuff like that. So, but you, to be fair, if you add me, it's just going to be nothing but fucking memes. So I hope y'all are prepared for that. Story of my life. That's literally all my Facebook is too. So there you go. <laughs> meme mining. It's like memes what? and podcasts. Memes and podcasts. <laughs> memes and podcasts. I have two podcasts. And so like there's this one and I have another one. And like it's just like either live of yeah. the podcast <laughs> or it's just me like posting some fucked up shit that I just want people to comment on or whatever. Like I never have anything personal. I I couldn't tell you the last time I posted a picture of myself. Like you know what I, know, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I just don't even you always have to get tagged. I got to like take a picture of you and tag you in it for you to be on Facebook like that. Yeah. I never, I never, I don't know. It's like, I feel like when I, when I do post pictures of myself, it's just like 400 people are like, I love this. And I'm like, I don't even know half of these people. You know what yeah. I mean? like, That's the whole point you know, of the internet though. I feel like we just kind of put it out there and then random people who just follow our lives just go, well, this is fabulous. Right. Yep. And and that's what I I do love it. Like, don't get me wrong, but I always feel like maybe I'm like, oh, I second guess things before I post it. I'll be like, oh, this picture of me, and then I'm like, oh, but you look like I don't know, like you just woke up, or you you know. So I just usually go with like memes or like you know funny jokes or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like what I go with (laughs) stuff about drinking. (laughs) Can you help me with my furnace? Like whatever. Yeah, mine's mine's always like that uh, that half cocks like goofy hippie shit just to annoy my brother and have him right. tell me to shut up. <laughs> you know, like I love everybody, man. Can't we all just like have a group hug and get along? It's like shut up. I'll just get grandfather. Can't we resort? To, wait, can't we solve this without <laughs> resorting to violence? <laughs> Uh, I love the turnaround of those little kids in that movie. <laughs> yeah. They were wild hellions at the beginning and turned into. I'm glad nice you knew where I was going scenes. with that because every time I say that, everyone's like, "What is that?" I'm like, oh Talladega my god, Nights, bro! Like you didn't see Talladega Nights seven hundred thousand times like we did. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's not is even. That like, is that that uh, the the movie about the race cars and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, the Will Ferrell and the one. stock cars. <laughs> I want to see what you guys watch in Australia. I'm sure it's way better. Oh, than over here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can speak for all of Australia, right. <laughs> but I am particularly into. Oh, so this is a oh god. So I'm going to get on a fucking rant here. Good. So okay, well, you only have a few minutes, so be wary. Oh, I can of rant quickly. Have you guys seen the trailer for Fat Man? No. no. So it's this new Christmas movie coming out. It is so. Wait, yes, I have. I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yes, I have. Yes, yeah. I have. Yes, you I have. had that fucking racist cunt be Santa. And I'm like, how many, like, there are so many beardy, angry white men in Hollywood and they pick him. But I mean, he's against Jews. So playing Santa is kind of on fucking brand for him. But still, Mel Gibson, fuck him. I still maintain that, like, Nick Offerman could have done a much better job. But 
the movie is amazing, and I recommend that everyone illegally download it to send a message. But it's basically <laughs> Santa's an angry old old man who's not in love with the kids anymore and not doing his job. So some kid gets a fucking call and then hires a hitman to kill Santa, and it's so fucking ridiculous <laughs> and so perfect. Trash. I did see that, and I was like, I actually kind of want to watch. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to check out the trailer. Download it. Don't give any money to those motherfuckers. Illegally no. down. I, I see it everything. Yeah. <laughs> Feed the shit out of that. Give it to your friends. Like, <laughs> it, it's going to be a good movie. It just so <laughs> happens to contain that cunt. It's just like how I'll never give money to Harry Potter. So, yeah, basically. You know, like, like I, I, can, I can love it from a distance and I can, I can pirate it all I want, but I'm not going to give any money to J.K. Rowling or whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah, no, fuck her. Fuck that turf bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great to have you, Wednesday. Thank you it so much for coming here. on. Thank you. We're going to have to bring you back on again, seriously. We'll reach out uh, to you. Yeah. We'll absolutely have you back. We're on. friends. <laughs> we're friends now for life. We are. I think we're both <laughs> gonna. We'll both look you up on Facebook and friend you there and stuff like that. Um, yeah, find me there. We'll do. We'll do an episode where we just do nothing but shots of that god awful whatever. Yeah. The fuck. Yes. Once <laughs> we have the exchange uh, down, do the exchange, and then we'll just do an episode where we just drink those god awful things that you guys can enjoy. Bundaberg rum, enjoy yep. is a strong word. And I'll drink the metal shavings and disappointment (laughs) shots. That's literally how it's been described to me. I don't know why the fuck, but yeah. (laughs) I I do love the internet for that, for people's clever ways to describe things. And just like, you know, it's like this, it's like that. There's some funny, funny people out there. Um, Yeah. This has been a riot. You're an absolute blast and a doll. And thank you so much for coming on. We, we appreciate you. you and We love you so much to all of our friends out there in podcast land lauren tell them where they can uh, send us messages and bottles of malort and whatever else they want don't mind if i do if you have a story about your time working and hanging out at just being part of the service industry and it's funny or cool or whatever the fuck send it to us at farside tales at gmail.com we'll read it out loud on the sweet, air sweet sweet Oh, totally. I, I like I I'm I've been waiting. I've been itching for that for somebody to send in a story. Like I'll give the character voice. Send me a shit. goddamn we'll story. Thing. Like I'm I'm at the point literally where I'm begging. So yeah. send me a fucking story, please. We're begging. Uh with that, we'll see you guys all next week. <laughs>